Dish from Waitrose is an SE Creative Studio production. Fizz Beyond Carbonated Water. Introducing the Infizz Fusion by Sage. Carbonate a refreshing strawberry wine cooler or a homemade lemonade like never before. Infizz. And release. Infizz your flavour. Sage, the Infizz Fusion Carbonator, available in a range of Lux colours exclusively at John Lewis. Just so you know, our podcast might contain the occasional mild swear word or adult theme. Hello, I'm Nick Grimshaw. And I'm Angela Hartnett. Michelin star chef. Angela, not me. Welcome to Dish from Waitrose, the most hospitable podcast around. We have invited some famous faces round for a meal and a chat, so come in and join us. Hi, Angela. Hello, Nicholas. How, How are, are we? we? We're very oh, well. Oh. We're in sync today. How was your weekend? Good, nice and busy. Little Bessie wasn't well, so oh. we've um, phantom pregnancy she keeps having. What and what? So Bessie thinks she's, she's pregnant. pregnant and her body then thinks she is. Well, she's not. No, she's not. But oh, I wish our dogs could have babies. We could. We then could we'd have... be related. <laughs> Can you imagine? Taking the kids out. Taking the kids out. <laughs> we've got Stinky's girlfriend coming over. <laughs> She's pregnant. Betty's on a plate, Betty. Are you hungry today? I'm so starving. Hungry. What is on the menu? What are we have in? So we've got these lovely spicy cauliflower florets, which mm. I'm going to serve with this lovely tangy mayonnaise with lime, lemon in there, lovely bit of coriander. Then as our main, we've got these pork steaks. So lovely pork steaks that I'm going to slice up. And then in here, I've got chopped peanuts, a um, little bit of soy sauce in there, mm. chili, garlic, a little bit of honey. And then we've got a really simple slaw, which oh, is just yeah. cabbage, spring onion, carrot, diced up, and I've got some sesame seeds in there, a little bit of sesame oil, and that's it. And then I'm gonna put a tiny bit of lemon at the end, a little oh, bit yeah. of zingy zest, and that will all be served with our pork there, mm. which is sitting there. Angela, where can I find this recipe? <laughs> Waitrose.com. So our guest today, he says, a terrifying ego and astonishing lack of self-esteem got him into comedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a, a comedian, he's a podcaster, he's a judge on the Great British Menu, so he might take the food more seriously than a regular guest. Yes. Mr. Ed Gamble! Hi, Ed! Look at this! Easy peasy lemon squeeze, you I love right. it. Thanks for coming to see us. Well, thanks for having me. I always deserve a round of applause before a meal. You, you do. do? Yeah. Whenever you want one, you can get one. Thank you. Do you want another one? Yeah. Ed Gamble! <laughs> Thank you. Right, let's have a sit down here. Right, we can sit on. and have a Come cocktail. On. We're going to have a gin cocktail. It's called a ginger fizz. So there's some gin in there, mm. some ginger, some fresh lime, and a little bit of bitters. Amazing. You've really sold that, Ed. Amazing. <laughs> it is. I like it because it just tastes like gin. Yeah, but it's it pretty ginny. Bit, I like it because it's sharp and bitter. I don't yeah. like sweet cocktails. Well, I bitter, yeah. I love bitter. We're quite a sour table around here. We, we are quite like sour. sugar. Like we, yeah. like, we always like bitter. <laughs> yeah, we are yeah. quite a, a yeah. sour table. Yeah, but right. you go through a lot of bitters in your house. Yeah. What do you have bitters in? In gin and tonics. Oh, right. right. Yeah, my wife is unbelievable with them. Like, she'll just properly just like empty the whole, Ooh, yeah. the whole bottle oh, in there. Yeah. She like a really strong, like, really you know. strong. Oh, lovely. And Bloody Mary. Do you like? I like Bloody Marys a yeah. lot as well because I like to feel like I'm drinking a soup. Boozy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. soup. Yeah. So I know you're a big fan of cauliflower. Yeah. I've done this spicy roasted cauliflower mm. with a zingy coriander mayo. Love mm. it. So not, coriander's not my herb of choice, as I think I've mentioned. Anyway, can I serve you some? Please. Get involved. So Nick doesn't even serve. 
Well, I'll serve. Should I serve? <laughs> but yeah, she, yeah. I love I love watching Angela do everything. Like I always say, she's got <laughs> a sh- look, chefy touch. Look at that. Yeah, so chefy. Like, do you like something? Yeah, at go you. on. Please. Watch that white shirt. Don't want to get anything on that, do we now? Yeah, thanks, Angela. It'd be awful if you flick yes, something onto it. Yes, if I flick it, something oh, on yeah, that. Yeah, that's all right. That's yeah. enough. All available Amazing. on Waitrose, so it's all easy and to do. All ready to go. And um, right, Ed, so much to talk about. Yes. Um, we have to talk about your tour, we Please. have to talk about your podcast. Please. But first of all, we want to get to the you know, the, the big thing first. Your cat's called Pig. Yes. <laughs> but why Pig? Because my dog's called Pig. Really? Yeah. Because I think it's really funny to call animals by other animals' Same. names. What? So you yeah. call a dog Donkey or something? Yeah, that's a great name for a dog. <laughs> why not? <laughs> okay, interesting. And Pig is the funniest name. My dog's called Pig, and I don't know if it's just because it's my dog. Yeah. But Pig, I think, suits a dog. But yeah. for a cat, even matter. <laughs> Like a cat yeah. called Pig is mad. Also, he's like beautiful as well. Right. Yeah. He's like this beautiful white cat with <laughs> stunning blue eyes. So to call him Pig is so insulting. So yeah. mean. Have you ever had to if they've been out in the garden and been Pig, Pig? Yeah. <laughs> no, we keep him locked in the house. He's too stunning. He'll be oh, stolen too straight away. Yeah, yeah. We I lock him in the house. I feel sorry for cats that don't go out. I tell him it's awful out there. Yeah. yeah you tell him it's awful. <laughs> Pig, you never... really don't want to be going oh, outside. Like a very yeah. overprotective father. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I guess next we should speak about your podcast yeah. off menu yes. yeah which is a wonderful podcast Thank you. angela's been on it i've yeah. not been on it but yeah, that's fine well, not wait, yet not yet wait your turn nick obviously you talk about food and it but you don't actually eat food no. don't which is we're going to eat some food today yeah. how do you find doing a podcast and talking about food for a bit of time in detail and yeah. not actually it's getting it um, in there it's Inhumane torture. It is. I describe yeah. it as. We really backed ourselves into a corner. Like the first few we recorded, we were like, well, I'm starving now. So every single time we talk about food with someone, normally we then have to immediately go out yeah. and find mm-hmm. some version of that thing. Do you often go out for dinner with the guest? No. No. Never done that. No. No. They certainly didn't do it with me. No. Like, if it said yes to that, that would be really Yeah, every insulting. week. Every week. Oh, thanks for that. Now, I brought you gifts because I was very nervous about that. So I was bribing with sweet stuff. That's like, rare. That. Really? So I think that's probably happened on maybe five or six occasions. Seriously? Yeah. And there's been 100 and some. 180 we've recorded. And a lot wow. of like, foodie people and yeah. chefs on there. Miserable lot. What right? did you take? Little biscuits and madeleines. Basically, you're allowed a dessert and you're not allowed cheese. Mm-hmm. Well, we like the cheese, yes, but yeah, yeah. old James, James, James Jimmy boy yeah, kicks yeah. off. So I was bribing him with the fact I wanted to slip a cheese course in and then I said, there you go, and have some sugar. Have a bit of sugar over there. He's like happy. I say, yeah you, yeah, you thought it through more than most people. <laughs> yeah. Very, very careful. <laughs> Is it expected everywhere you go, though, people think that you're going to bring some food? Because I remember on the radio once, Nigella came in, mm. and we all got dead excited that Nigella was going to come in. <laughs> and we spoke about it on the radio for a few days before, like, what do you think she's going to do? And she, yeah. she, she heard it and messaged in and said, don't worry, guys, I will bring breakfast. So no one ate anything. And we yeah. get up at like five and she came in about half eight. So you're like starving by then. And she brought in granola. What? <laughs> I was like, that's not enough. That's unbelievable. Like in a little bag like that. She's like, don't worry. It's her saying, don't worry as well. Yeah, we were like, I got you covered. I got you covered. <laughs> no bowls, no milk, no spoons. <laughs> Do you cook a lot at home? Are you a- when when I can. Yeah. When I'm in, which is rare. Uh, but yeah, 
I love a bit of cooking at home. I barbecue mainly, to be honest. Is that manly mm. sort of, you know, barbecue, big steaks, or you just I like don't think them? it's manly when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> What's your choice of barbecue? Are you a green egg? Are you a... I've got a Camado Joe, which is the what? green egg challenger. Is it? Oh. Yeah. I prefer it because you one. can multi-level grill. Oh. Um, yeah. oh, do you know your stuff? Really yeah. know your stuff. I, did, I did a lot of research. I compared the two. For I'm months. at that stage of my life where I am currently this week actually doing barbecue research like getting like comparison websites up and I'm like wow I'm such an adult now because you want to have a barbecue in your back garden I do want a barbecue yeah. yeah and you barbecue a lot didn't you do a lot in lockdown weren't you doing it like four or five nights a week I'd say I thought I was having the time of my life mm -hmm. I was like this is I think the, the best time of yeah. my life ever mm. and then after lockdown my wife let me know she really thought I was having a breakdown <laughs> really <laughs> Because every night I was out there just lit by the, the coals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was thinking, I feel like a cool American. <laughs> <laughs> you know, always have a little beer on the go. Yeah. She yeah. sent me a picture of myself barbecuing one yeah. night. And I'd grown a moustache. <laughs> I was staring into these coals. You could just see my face holding a beer. And I was wearing my pyjamas. <laughs> and I was like, I've lost my mind. It's the saddest <laughs> photo I've ever seen. <laughs> the, the only thing is with the barbecue, though, is that the, I always think it's going to be quicker and more fun than it actually is. Yeah, it, it takes a while sometimes. Yeah, I'd rather come to your house and have a barbecue yeah, that's than fine. you come to mine and have one. Well, because I get up early, I get the, I get it up to heat. I yeah. did, during lockdown as well, I did uh, a beef feather blade for Ooh. 10 hours. Mm. Ooh. Like smoked it for 10 hours, but the, I bought a meat thermometer that attaches by Bluetooth to your phone. Stop. So I had it in there and then realized I couldn't walk too far away Needs to because be near, then it, yeah. it disconnects from the thing, so I just so, had to sit next to the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> so good, just can get anything else done. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> See, I think I could challenge you. So we were talking about Paul Feigon. We I was telling uh, Nick about how they deep fry turkeys for yeah. Thanksgiving. I feel that you could do that. I feel that would be a challenge for you. I might be doing Christmas this year. There so you go. I'm Dave. sure my mother and my mother-in-law would really. <laughs> <respect>. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my Christmas where exactly, I deep fry a turkey. Yeah. They'd turn around and go home. Yeah, they'd love it. I think we do need to try that on this podcast. Yes. What do you fry it in? Well, you Turkey's get massive, massive, isn't it? Yeah, you get a massive sort of, you know, big tin drum and then, you know, all the oil, dip it in there. So does it come out like a, sort of like a big KFC? Basically like a KFC. KFC. Oh, and wow, really moist, you see. That's the thing. Nice and, you know, not too dry. And it also sounds that. really dangerous. Yes, it does. So yeah. dangerous. <laughs> yeah. So wet dangerous. Right, okay. This is yum, This is really way. good. Happy. Yeah. Which yeah. yeah. I'm going to get ready on mains as well. Mm, okay. That was delicious. Thank also, you. I really enjoyed the speed of that course. <laughs> in. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right, Angela, what have we got here? This looks good. So we've got roasted pork with a peanut salsa and a lovely fresh uh, cabbage slaw. Oh, and so we've got yeah. some chilli in there, garlic, ginger, a little bit of honey, a little bit of soya sauce, all marinated. I love this. You could do this pork on your barbecue, Ed. Keep yeah. Your so I imagine you're a marinade, lots of marinades. You're a marinader? Yeah. I love a marinade. Mm -hmm. Love a marinade. Marinade mm -hmm. it. I marinade yeah. everything. Marinade my cereal. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So how are you finding Great British Menu? You're loving it, no? I Is love it? it. Yeah? Because I'm completely out of place. <laughs> Just gobble it all down. I'm like a competition winner every episode. 
I don't think you're out of place. No, you I like don't think you are. And you love yeah, food. no, I do. I, yeah. I enjoy it. And, and it's know. good to have a different of opinion, I think. That's what mm -hmm. makes it really exciting now. Yeah. Because everyone, you'll have your opinion, and Tom will go, well, hold on, that's not cooked quite. And you'll go, oh, I love it. I love it. It's and brilliant. Tom knows all about the technique, yeah. obviously, mm -hmm. and he can describe how things have been made yeah. and how much work's got into them. And then I can yeah. go, well, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like it. But you know, you can be subjective, can't you? Yeah. And be like, don't like it. And does it make you cook differently at home doing that show? It makes me cook less at home. Right. Because then I know. No point. I'm, yeah. What's the point? <laughs> on Friday, I get eight meals in a row. <laughs> Just have that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, it, you know, I pick up little tips here and there, but mm. they are amazing, the chefs on it. It's so good. Mm. The tips are, you know, impossible to replicate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, but I find that when I do, because I do the bit at the beginning of the week and judge it mm. and put people forward. And sometimes I walk around and I always think they must say I'm such a fake because I always go, how'd you do that then? They look at me as if to say, you're judging me. You're asking how to do that. <laughs> and I said, all right, kiddo, I'm a lot older than you. I've been around a lot longer. So just tell me how you do that. You know. They're like, you yeah. just put the butter on the bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's called toast. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you asking me? I'm the cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> the wine that we're going to have today is an Alsace. Alsace? <laughs> Alsace, as the French say, um, which is... Do they? Do they really? Yeah, they do. I've been to France, that's how they said it. Um, which is from Waitrose and has been paired with this meal today because it goes really great with that Asian flavours, with that sesame, nutty things, spicy food as well. So how did your love of food and drink come about, Ed? What, do you remember, like, your first sort of foray into... Not just, not just eating to survive, yeah. but being like, wow... I've never been the person. eating to survive guy. Right. Uh, ever since I was a little kid, I was always yeah. a, a fat little boy, mm -hmm. very interested in food, always rejected Did the your mum kids' cook? menu. Yeah, my yeah. mum's a great cook. Yeah. And yeah, just never, like when you go out to restaurants as a little kid or you get taken somewhere and you get given the kids' menu, mm -hmm. yeah. just throw that across the room. Yeah. You were like, that. give me the scallops. Yeah. You know? Bring me poached salmon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. My first like few months of university, I spent my whole grant on meals out. My week was planned about what restaurants I was going to, what yeah. pubs I was going to, Amazing. rather than my lectures. That's better yeah. than I did, because I yeah. think I always loved food, but yeah. only later on in life discovered good food. Yeah, right. So I always used to just eat a lot of rubbish, really, yeah. but mm. loved it. But yeah. university was a Yeah, uni, someone's actually sent in an, uh, a uni question Oh, have they? Oh, okay. Which is good, because uni, the stuff I ate was so bad. Yeah. Really? So bad. I don't think I knew what was good and bad, when yeah. I, even when I was at uni. So I'd eat like a cooked breakfast in a can. I'd be like, yeah. Is that Does real? That I just think that was a treat. I'd be like, amazing. What do you mean a cooked breakfast in a can? An English breakfast in a can. And you can buy that? Yeah, beans, so bacon, eggs, eggs in a can. I think it's the eggs that yeah. put me off the most. It's minging. Did you heat it or was it cold? Yeah, I'd heat it up in a microwave and be like, yum. <laughs> so bad, isn't yeah. it? Angela, Rachel Atkin would like to know, what the one signature dish is that you would teach your teenager before they leave for uni? Oh, I would say something like a sausage curry. I was not expecting those words to come out. Well, you're not, no. but you want something cheap. Yeah. You can get some really lovely sausage, like pork, you know, lovely mm -hmm. spicy sausages, tomato-based sauce with loads of like tin beans, like butter beans and stuff like that, loads of herbs in there. Oh yeah, loads that's nice. Loads of nut onions. Maybe I didn't sell it quite well sausage, with the old I've sausage. I've never had anyone say sausage <laughs> curry before. Sausage it's curry. It's like more sausage stew than curry, <laughs> right. I would say, rather than curry, yeah. But I think that's a good one. 
No. That's an easy one. Because you don't have any like stuff at uni either, no, do you? Like don't, utensils. Yeah. No. No, so like yeah, my first year I was living in halls mm -hmm. and there was a kitchen there, but it wasn't really a kitchen. Yeah. It was like a, to a toaster next mm. to a sink. Yeah. I set the fire alarm off my first night making fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cooking again. Not doing that again. <laughs> not doing that at all again. That was it. Danger. So, so sausage you, stuff is it, it, Sausage uh, is good because you don't like you say there's no prep needed. Yeah. Open loads of tins and it's fine. Maybe chop an onion. You had a good one, chili, I think it's a good one. Yeah, chili. yeah, but you need condiments. You know, you need all your little you spices. You do need all your little spices. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Spag bowl. Yeah, yeah. spag bowl's a yeah. good one, yeah. Or, you know, I was going to go putanesca, but that sounds so middle class and yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> Depends which you need. Yeah, which yeah. 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 I'm in Exeter, I'll have putanesca. I don't know if that's Lovely. a good one for a fresher to be sticking their head down the whole corridor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> putanesca, anybody? <laughs> You're like, nah. nah. Sausage curry, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you always love food, big part of your life. Yeah. And then what about at home? Are you the key cook at home? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. My wife picked up on that very quickly. See, when she we first was just got together. She was yeah. like, because she is terrified by cooking. She mm -hmm. is so worried about it going wrong. She's cooked for me maybe twice in our whole relationship. Wow. When I met her, I'd just graduated and she was at uni. Yeah. And this kitchen in her halls of residence was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen oh, in my yeah, life. So it would, it, would really, yeah. it would really put you off cooking. There was one guy who never used to wash up anything and he used to use his chopping board and always leave it out. And everyone else got so annoyed with him that she uh, sellotaped his chopping board to the ceiling. <laughs> Good. She thought, well, he can never find it. He can yeah, never yeah, leave yeah, it out yeah, dirty. Yeah. And then he just started chopping on the side with no chopping board. Oh, oh gross. Disgusting. It'll put you off for life, that's yeah. Right. yeah, that'll yeah. do it. But even your skills in the kitchen not tempting her out of, maybe you're too no. good for her to even bother. No, driving her back into the city. Yeah, room, driving her back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pushing yeah. her away. Because <laughs> my boyfriend won't cook for me because he finds it stressful. Yeah, but is that because you're always so hovering stressful. around, sort of saying what he should be doing or should? Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah it's not helping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you seasoned like that? that? Have you done that? I'm oh. a bit like that. Yeah, well. I'm I'm a bit I think like that's that. what, what puts her off. I think she did try and do something the other day, and it was just for herself. And I was like, when I do that, I, I don't tend to do it. I now. mean, that really oh, is so fair, annoying. Honestly, what about you and Neil ever like that? Well, we had friends over at the weekend, and he came down. He asked me something. And I said something, he goes, and he just stood back like that. He goes, don't start, all right? Just don't start. And then afterwards, he was chatting away, and I was just tired, and we had loads of people coming, and we were a little bit late getting ready. And I said, Neil, I love you, but stop asking me stupid questions. I really don't want to talk, and let's just get this He's done. Like, yes, chef, yes, chef. <laughs> oh, sorry, Andrew. And he looked at me, and he went, all right. And then afterwards, I had to go up, and I went, Sorry, and then yeah, and then it was great. We had a great lunch. We had a uh -huh. great day. But sometimes he loves to chat. Too. What about on tour, Ed? Because you you're, yeah. you've done what fifty dates so far? Yeah, fifty dates of the tour so far. Wow, I've got a lot in it. Thirty five yeah. or forty coming up. And How's Edinburgh. I loved Edinburgh. I had to do stand-up for like a Radio 1 challenge thing. Mm. It was the scariest, hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, that's a, a bit of a trope. Every few years they'll do, like Radio 1 have done it, and yeah. I think Channel 4 did something where they, you know, train celebrities up who uh -huh. aren't comics to go and do stand-up. And it's always just, it was torture watching it. Yeah. Horrible. They did one a couple of years ago where they got Curtis from Love Island to do it. Yeah. Now, there was a long-running joke that... I look like Curtis from Love right. which was like the bane of my life, yeah. like on Twitter mm. for like a year. And then I was like, fine, it's over, he's out of Love Island, yeah. he can go and do his thing, people have forgotten about it. And then they were like, oh, he's going to start to do stand-up. I was no, like, no, no, this is the worst thing that could happen to me. 
And then he did it, and he was the worst by far. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. I think he might have given up his comedy dreams now. Yeah, uh, hopefully. What? How's that eating on the road? And I always want to know when people are on stage, when do they have their tea? Sometimes, if we know we've got maybe, you know, a day off after it's the last little uh, last show of a run, mm-hmm. mm. we'll go out after the show yeah. and have, have a curry. Mm. Yeah. The best night was actually second night of the tour. We were in Birmingham Town Hall, and we booked a table at Dishoom, and I came out of the stage door at 9.30, and I was Went sat down straight. in the room at 9.32. Perfect. <laughs> Amazing. Perfect. I don't think I've ever felt better in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is, li- this yeah. is living. That yeah. is living. I had, adrenaline was pumping. I could see the audience still leaving the venue, and I was just sat in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and in your papa doms. Yeah. yeah. Ordering that famous sausage curry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting it today from him, it's on fire. What do you do to prep for your tour? Like Prep is a very strong word for what I right. do. <laughs> I, I worked out uh, a while ago that I can't have any sort of like hyping up or pumping up before a show because mm-hmm. then right. I'm quite loud and energetic anyway. Yeah. So if I'm backstage going, come on, here we go, come on, show, I go out there and go, hello everybody! <laughs> <laughs> So I just have to be as normal as possible before uh-huh. I go yeah. on. Uh, so I'll watch MasterChef. Oh yeah, quite Get often. You going. Sometimes I'll just like hit pause and then just walk on. <laughs> just really? Straight yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And that just relaxes you. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm just, okay. you know, if I know the show and I'm ready to do the show, it's fine. Yeah. Do you have to remember everything you're saying on there, or does it just come naturally as you're sort of telling the jokes? It's sort of I find that amazing memory. that you can all yeah. remember. Yeah. It's mad in it. Yeah. It's muscle memory by the end. Yeah. I think so. And also, you just remember the good bits. I try and keep it quite fresh every night. Yeah. So if it wanders off in another direction, that's great. So yeah. it makes it more exciting for me. What's the tour all about, Ed? It's all about me. I'm an absolute egomaniac. But it has uh, to be, innit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every year I sit down when I write a new show and I think it's going to be my big political show. Mm. Right. And this one's mainly about buffet breakfasts. <laughs> <laughs> so absolutely mind-blowing to hear about this breakfast in a can. I thought yeah. I'd done all oh, the yeah. research into, well, into breakfast. So maybe I'll add that into the... Yeah, get that in. <laughs> Try it out. Try it out. Okay. We have a confession, Ed. Oh, no. Well, it sounds bad, actually. It was, we tried This something. is an intervention. Yeah, no, this is not <laughs> yes. even being recorded. Yeah. No, we heard that you love garlic bread with Marmite and cheese. I do. Mm. Right? Which I have said before, I've never tried that. I think that's a, that's a lot going on in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. Love cheese, love Marmite. Marmite, love garlic bread. Mm. Now, what we tried to do was something spectacular, which was to make you the Michelin level <laughs> garlic bread with cheese and marmite. Oh, yeah. Constructed by HRH here. <laughs> Angela Hartman. <laughs> so Angela went to great lengths to make this happen. <laughs> yeah, but didn't failed you? miserably, didn't I? We have dough flying across London as we speak. It isn't quite here yet, but you've, it will be. You've ordered in your dough? I've ordered in my dough. I'm not making it, do me <laughs> yeah. a favour. I mean, I like you, Ed, and I think your podcast is brilliant, and I cannot wait to see you in Edinburgh, but really, if you think I've got time to be making dough for people. Anyway, I have my dough being flown across from my friend Mark Wogan, who does Home Slice, great, yeah. and I was going to have a little secret ingredient, plus the Marmite, plus the mozzarella, just to check it out. What, and let's what do you think the secret ingredient is? Oh, that is really is ridiculous. How is he going to know what the secret <laughs> ingredient could be anything in the world? Ed Gamble is psychic. <laughs> I bet had um, a a little bit of duck bolognese that I was going to oh put God. underneath it, you see. Sorry, Ed, sorry. We can send you home with the ragout. Send me so home then with all the ragu. you need to do is get that pizza. Yeah. 
and sort of, you know, do it. Whack it on top. Yeah. yeah. You have a busy day today, and I love the idea of you walking around London with some duck rugby. <laughs> in, in your bag, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just before I go, okay. do you have any other tips, Angela? I always say less is more in a barbecue. Just do five things brilliantly rather yeah. than ten things badly. Ah, uh, no, I can't. The gamble barbecues are legendary. Are they? Like, yeah. massive. Well, we're coming yeah. over, so we'll yeah, see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. But also, the thing is, and that's why I'm rubbish at barbecues, so I'm impatient, You've got to get it really hot, haven't you? Yes. It's got to be absolutely... And yeah. I'm like, I'm the one going, just put the bloody fish on. Come on, just get it on. And of course, it sticks, which you should never do. Yeah. So it's got to be really hot and dry. Like yeah. meat and all your fish, just dry, then it doesn't stick to Great. it. Yeah. Question, how do you dry a fish? You just... Bit you know, yeah, a bit of tea towel. Well, it's a good point because they don't yeah. want to be dried, do they? They, don't want they to be famously dried. love being yeah. wet. They like being wet in the water, <laughs> but you know, I haven't just fished it and just, you know, just I've got to it on there, yeah. <laughs> Taking it out of my fish tank. No, that is a good tip, that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's got to be dry because otherwise it's the water, you know, the wetness will make it stick. But they take a while to get up get yeah. up to heat. So yeah. you come over to Barbecue's my house, we're drinking for three hours before yeah. any food comes out. Okay. And then you love the food. Yeah, exactly, whatever it is. I've got a great picture of my dad last time we came over for a barbecue and we just stood on the lawn in the barbecue with two glasses of wine like he's and he's doing the monologue from Gladiator. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> There's obviously that expectation when they come to you though. It's yeah. like you'll eat late and you'll be drunk yeah, by the time so you eat drunk. and it's perfect. Yeah. That's love what barbecue's all about. Yeah. <laughs> love that. Um, Ed Gamble, thank you so much. Thank Ed, you so everybody. much. <laughs> All of the recipes and drinks can be found on the Waitrose website at waitrose.com forward slash dish recipes. Follow Dish from Waitrose wherever you get your podcasts and why not leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts like Aileen did. Aileen's review was amazing. She said she was smiling and laughing so much whilst listening to her on a walk that flies got stuck in her teeth. Bit of an overshare, but thank you, Aileen. <laughs> we can't all have a Michelin star chef in the kitchen, but you can get some Michelin star advice. Email your questions for Angela to dish at waitrose.co.uk.